What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of No Rain, No Rainbows. As always, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. If this is your first time listening, I've said it in so many different ways. I think I'm just going to sum it up like this. This is a podcast talking about life is hard, but it's worth the squeeze. Joining me today, Ben Harris. Mm -hmm. I'm out of breath right now, and you seem (laughs) fine. (laughs) I'm fine, man. I'm ready. I mean, hopefully this interview will take my breath away, but right now I am fine. Yeah, well, we just did some some push-ups and and jumping jacks beforehand, so I guess that shows how in shape I am. Dude, got to get pumped, man. No, I know you're in shape. (laughs) Well, first and foremost, man, thanks for taking the time and and joining me today on the podcast. Um, Topic, we want to talk about growth mindset. We also want to talk about kind of seeking discomfort for growth. Mm-hmm. We had we just had lunch and had a great, great conversation about growing and everything. But before we jump into that, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and, and let our, our viewers know who you are? Yeah, man. So my name is Ben. Uh, ben Harris. I moved to Greenville, South Carolina two months ago. Nice. And uh, originally from Salt Lake City, Utah. And I came here for work. And then my passion project is very... The subject is very heavily um, focused on what you talked about with the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. It's called Goal Link, which is like our mission is to pro- to provide growth junkies, yeah, um, with weekly challenges to avoid complacency. Yeah. So just every single week, we're looking for something to grow and to seek that discomfort. I was actually a product of one of those challenges. What was you that? You were. That's right. That, <laughs> dude, exactly a week ago today. Yeah, really? Nice. That's funny. So yeah, so a week later, look, look what can happen. <laughs> so yeah, a week later, so a week ago, um, the challenge for Golink was to meet someone new. And, you know, initially I was going to like, like I had some ideas. I was like, okay, maybe I can give people some tips of how to meet someone new. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe do I stage it? Do I do something funny? And then I tell people like, hey, here's some tips of how to meet some new people. Um, but then Charles, he was like, no, dude, like, have you met Ted yet? I was like, no, like, I think we, like, I messaged him on Instagram or whatever. And he's like, go meet him. <laughs> and then I was going up to meet you. And our friend Philip was, I had him film. And you were actually like eating a burger. And I was like, okay, we'll come back. <laughs> and then Charles was like, no, that's when you do meet him. And we tell him, put, your, put the burger down or take it and like shake your hand yeah. like while you're eating the burger. <laughs> so we didn't get that, but we got the footage of me uh, just meeting you. And yeah. it went well, but luckily because you're such a nice, cool dude. And I you, tried to be. And used to the camera. So that was the challenge, meet a new person. And we got on camera meeting each other for the first time. Now, how did Goal Link come about? How did like the, the I guess it went from an idea to inception to what it is today. Like walk yeah. us through that process. Dude, I'd love to. So the beg- or the end of 2017, I was graduating college, um, University of Utah in business, mm-hmm. just my undergrad. And what happened was I started to get worried because I've always been so busy. I've had things to do just like outside of work and school. And I was like, shoot, like, I'm done with school. No one's telling me what to do, what to learn, like, what boxes to check. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read one book every month. I've never, like, I can't remember the last time I read a book for, like, pleasure outside of, like, a textbook. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to read a book. And the first book I read in January 2018 was called, um, shoot, of course I forget it, but Darren Hardy, um, shoot, we can put it in the notes because I don't want to hold this up. But I read um, the book... And it talked about an accountability partner. Mm -hmm. So I got one of my best friends to be an accountability partner with me. And so every Sunday, we would talk about our new goals for the week 
and then hold each other accountable and talk about what we accomplished the previous week. Nice. And I noticed after a month of that, I was like, this is really cool. Like I can see my progress and I hold myself pretty accountable anyway. So I noticed I was getting a lot more micro things done that were working toward a macro goal, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because if I just say like, I don't know, like I don't want to lose 50 pounds, but lose 50 pounds this year. Like, how am I going to get there? It's like, okay, a week, okay, 50, there's 52 weeks in a year. So I lose a pound a week. We could do you know, that. so break it down like that. Yeah. And that's what I noticed. I've heard that before, but actually really seeing it just clicked. I was like, okay, maybe I can show people like weekly goals are really cool. So for about 10 months, I recorded myself doing weekly goals in the process of building Golink. So that's what's cool. If you look at the Instagram, you can see my process of building and thinking out and creating the brand. Nice. Um, and then, then I was like, no, no one wants to watch like someone just hit goals every week. Everyone would be like, okay, man, like, like good you're a douchebag, good job. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, how can I switch this up? And I was like, okay, maybe we can turn it into a community thing. It's not just me. It's where everyone's trying to do one common thing every week. Nice. And I had the idea of, okay, we can do one challenge a week. So we're leveling up and doing something new and making sure we're growing every week. And the accountability portion of it could be like you're posting it to your story. You're posting it just on Instagram using hashtag going challenge. You can just message me. I would love to hear, like I love to hear from people who actually do it. Yeah. And so that is going. So kind of setting up a community for, for people who want to grow and, mm -hmm. and need that guidance. I love the inception of it because I said it in a previous episode about coaching. And I say how we spend most of our lives with guidance. We, we go to school. We have coaches for sports. And, and we even go through college and whether it's certificate courses, things like that. But for some reason, after we graduate, mm -hmm. the guidance just stops. And everybody's like, oh, okay, I guess we're, we're professionals at this thing called life, but that's mm -hmm. not the case. You know, just because the prescribed guidance stops doesn't mean that you, you don't, you don't still need guidance. So I think a lot of people, they say that quote, you know, um, most people die at age 25, but don't get buried till they're 65. It's because they mm -hmm. stop growing. So kind of recognizing that need and knowing like, man, okay, who's going to hold me accountable? Who's going to give me a, a, a situation in order to grow, you didn't find it, so you built your own, right? Exactly. So where did that mindset come from? Did you always have that mindset you wanted to grow, you wanted to be better, or was like was something did something push you or pull you in that direction? Yeah, so I'll tell a story that would that makes my mom really proud. <laughs> um so I was in seventh grade and what happened, it was kind of funny, like I saw a change in myself or my mom saw a change in myself. You know, you're 12, 13 years old, you don't probably really notice like I'm more driven now. <laughs> but what happened is I got my first report card of middle school and it wasn't bad. You know, it was like a three, two or something, mm -hmm. but all my friends were on the honor roll. So they had like a three, eight, three, nine or four. Oh, and I came home to my mom. I was like, mom, like, what is like, what is wrong with me? Like, why are they smarter than me? Like, why can't I do that? Yeah. And of course, like a good mom, she's like, Ben, you can't do that. You know? Mm -hmm. But what she did is, Yes, I think I was about to turn 13. And she said, hey, I know you've been wanting a cell phone. So next semester or quarter or whatever it was, if you can get on the honor roll, I'll get you a cell phone. And for whatever reason, it just clicked in that moment, but not in that exact moment. Fast forward, I got a 3.7. Mm -hmm. And then she got me the cell phone. And then in, for whatever reason, that moment in my mind, 
I realized that your work, like you can say or think what you want and、yeah. you can get it. Yeah. And like, I've never thought about that before until then. I was like, I can do anything I want, even <laughs> though it's just one small thing that taught me that, <clears throat> excuse me, that lesson. And then, you know, through high school, engineer high, I got almost all like four L's. I think I graduated with like a 395. Wow. Like, that's just a small thing because grades don't really equate to being good at life.、Mm-hmm. That's a small indicator. But just that was the lesson that like started me down that path of always making sure I'm giving my best. Yeah. But that's huge though, because, you know, I've always said, you know, your grades don't reflect your intelligence. It's、mm-hmm. more or less of a reflection of the effort. So for, for you to kind of notice that、that's、and、true. that click, like, oh, okay, you want, you want such and such and you can get it by doing such and such.、Mm-hmm. I mean, this is coming from somebody. After my freshman year of college, I had a 1.9 GPA. <laughs> Mom, dad, I apologize over and over again. I'm sorry. But、yeah. I, I, I went there because I didn't like the subject I was studying. It wasn't、mm-hmm. for me. Luckily, I recognized that early enough. And by the time I went to junior year, I changed my major. I, it became broadcast meteorology, and my grades didn't dip below a 3.0 after that point. And、mm-hmm. I pulled my GPA up to get into the broadcast meteorology program, declare it as a major, graduate on time, not skipping a beat. And in order to do that, I had to get a 3.0 in physics one and physics two over a summer semester. So, isn't I, that dope though? It's like, that's the thing is like, you found <laughs> something you love. And if you find、mm-hmm. that thing that you're passionate about, you're willing to do like what sucks. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, someone's like, oh, wait, what did you have to study for、um, meteorology? I was like, yeah, I had to take chemistry. I had to take physics, math- mathematics. They said, oh, do you love that stuff? No, I like weather.、Mm-hmm. But those were the things I had to get through. I had to eat the dirt or go through the rain, <laughs> you know, to get to my clouds and my rainbow. The rainbow babies, there we go. <laughs> yeah.、Uh, let's talk about moving to Greenville because we had a good discussion about that where you, you really had no idea you were going to come here until. It was time to come here. Until the、yeah, end, just a few months ago. Yeah. How'd that come about? So, what happened? So, I, so growing up in Salt Lake City my whole life,、um, when I was 19, I got a job at, you know, there's like 50 people in the company and I was employed. Yeah. Like employee number 50. It was just a new like finance company. And I stayed with that company through tons of growth. They've exploded. And I was lucky to move up in management.、Mm-hmm. Um, and so, It was October 2018, and someone messaged me on LinkedIn. said, Hey, like, we're looking for some director job, like, some director people. There's, like, would you be interested? And, like, of course, that's always flattering when、yeah. someone reaches out to you, even if you don't want it or like it. You're like, Oh, well, thanks. Like, I'm glad that. And it was personalized because sometimes it's just a mass message or email. Spam. That, you know, yeah, it's yeah. spam that you, they don't care. But this is personalized enough that I could tell she looked at my background and like actually called me by name and s- some things I could tell is, is personal. And I thought, you know, why not? Like this, like I had no expectation, honestly, of getting it. I was like, let's just see what happens.、Mm-hmm. And so I said, yes, I'm interested. Did some phone interviews. Then they brought me here. And then when they brought me here, I was like, okay, this is really cool. Like, I still don't expect to get this. This is kind of crazy that I just moved somewhere I've never heard of before.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I agreed. And so you never heard of Greenville, South Carolina before? I might have, but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I it think wasn't on my map. Like it wasn't pinned or anything to come here. Yeah. Cause I mean, <laughs> it's starting to make a lot of those lists, the top places、mm-hmm. to visit, top places to go. But yeah, I, as soon as I looked it up, I saw that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I like yeah. it. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So what was that feeling like when it started to become real? Like, oh, like, 
I'm going to be moving here. So yeah, they offered it to me, and then I thought about it over the like Christmas break time, mm-hmm. and dude, I couldn't escape it. Um, I'm not sure what people believe, whether it's like God or energy or whatever, if it's undefined to you, is I was sitting in my car and my mom encouraged me like, Ben, you should call on your angels. Yeah. I'm like, okay, mom, I'll call on my angels, whatever, (laughs) you know, because I was, you know, taking like a week, like week and a half, two weeks to think about it. And I remember I was driving in my car. I was driving to work and I said, all right, angels or whatever you are, like beings that I can't describe. And I said, like, I need, like, should I go? And immediately, no joke, I got seven waves of chills that I've never felt before. Hmm. So, and it wasn't just like a chill, like, ooh, that was, like, what was that, that was fun. It was, yeah. dude, it was powerful. It was like my whole body and then it, it would go, then stop, then go, and then stop fully seven yeah. times. And it was just crazy. And I was like, all right, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So you just took that jump. Yeah, I was like, I know what I'm getting. Like, of course it feels right. Dude, I didn't know anyone out here. No connections. But if I'm not willing to take that jump, like if I want to see what's around the corner, I need to go around the corner. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I can't, like I'm never going to know what's on the other side until I go to the other side. It's almost like I jumped. Yeah. And a lot of people, they, uh, I love you. I love using quotes on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my favorite quotes says, um, your dreams are waiting for you in the wind of the sky. And you mm. ask, what if I fall? Oh, my darling, what if you fly? Mm. You're not going to know unless you jump, right? And a lot of people, they're so afraid to jump off that cliff because they see how high it is and how long the fall is, but they see all these people flying. Mm. And it's like, you're not going to fly unless you jump. And as I as I meet more people, I just love the story of, of somebody moving to someplace they've never been. Mm. They don't know anybody. They don't have any roots. That That's a huge... A, it's a huge leap of faith, but I think there has to be a certain level of confidence and, and faith within yourself. How much does your, your self-confidence play into making a decision like that? That's a good question, dude. Um, it definitely plays a role. Like, I like to consider myself a humble person. Mm-hmm. And in my past, I feel like I haven't trusted, like, or like trusted myself that like, Ben, you know what you're doing. Like, but recently, like, I have been trusting like Ben, like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like Ben, you're dope. Like freaking do it. You know, like kind of like building myself up and it, it definitely plays a part. And once you jump off that cliff and you do fly, it's such a confidence builder. Yeah. Like once I came here and like starting in this job, like just feeling so comfortable, feeling confident, like killing it. Like the CEO um, of this company of a billion dollar, like 3,400 people company. Um, It was the more synchronicity. It's crazy what happened last week, but in the exact meeting that my boss was presenting in, I guess called me by name and said like, Hey, I've heard Ben's been doing a job for this and this doing a great job for this and this reason. Here's why. Wow. So like even like two months into something, like I'm getting that praise and that's again, a confidence builder. Um, but I wouldn't have got that or met you or met some of these awesome people unless I was willing to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like I'm, I already feel like comfortable. So, <laughs> well, kind of like what we discovered at lunch is like, sometimes you have to get uncomfortable to find some, some place more comfortable than where you were yeah, before. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, 
discomfort is where the growth happens, right? Mm-hmm. And I love to kind of challenge my guests in terms of searching what is it they've gone through in life? Mm-hmm. What is it that as of, as of right now, you mm-hmm. look back and knowing what you've gotten through, any situation you've gotten through that gives you confidence moving forward, whether it is coming to Greenville, not knowing anybody or something else that you've gone through, what gives you confidence moving forward that you can kind of take on any obstacle? Dude, it's the fact, it's the small wins is what I'll say. So for anyone who's listening, and they're like, I could never do that. Like, trust me, like what I've done is like nothing. Like I plan on doing much bigger and better things, Mm -hmm. but it's the small wins that gain that confidence of like, okay, like what do I need to do today to win the day? Yeah. Whether that's making your bed, whether it's waking up at five and going to the gym, meditating, and then you know, treating your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife to like a romantic dinner, whatever that may be. If you just like keep your word with yourself, that will start to build that confidence. Mm-hmm. And so what keeps me going is that like, I keep my word to myself. Like if I say something, like I'm going to do it. And if then I, if I start doing it and realizing, uh, that's, that's probably a weakness is sometimes I do it just because I say I do it and so i feel like i have to or like finish a bad book yeah but i'm learning right now to like okay just because the book's bad and you started it doesn't mean you have to finish it yeah that's the challenge for me that i'm working on right now yeah and keeping promises with yourself i think you know that really is the definition of confidence Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people where they they get uncomfortable and they lack the confidence is because they don't believe themselves if I tell you I'm going to be at the gym at 5 a.m i have a record with myself of doing what i do Mm -hmm. and if I can't keep a record with myself, I can't promise you something that I'm not sure I'm going to keep. So my confidence dwindles there. And a lot of times people ask, how can I build confidence? How can I do it? And it is about the small wins. Mm-hmm. I talk about mental toughness a lot. And one, one episode I, I've done is get off the snooze button and take cold showers. Dude, I was just going to ask you about cold showers. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I start, I, I don't start cold. I don't either. Um, <laughs> I take warm showers, nice, normal showers, but mm-hmm. at the end, I flip that bad boy cold yes. and I just take it in. And there are so many things that go on. I think like, A, why am I doing this? B, mm-hmm. let me just get out. C, no, let me just, you know, I literally think this in my head. I'm a G. Let me take this. Dude, I love that. <laughs> no, really, you do need to like pump yourself up. Yeah. Like whatever it is, like, yo, I'm a badass or like I'm a bad mother, you know, like yeah. <laughs> anything that you can do. Like, so I've done that too, like taking the cold showers and I like scream. Yeah. Like I, I won't do it as loud, but I go like, whoa, like, let's go. Let's go. And I just like take it to the chest. And it's weird. Do you meditate? I do. Every morning or night or what do you do? Every morning I meditate and then I listen to like a go to sleep meditation at night. How long have you been doing that for? Oh, wow. Um, Well, my app, shout out to Headspace. My mm-hmm. Headspace app, I'm on an 84-day run. Every Dude, day for 84 that's impressive. Days Good job. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard, especially on the weekends because mm-hmm. I'm kind of off my natural rhythm and I'll literally like tell my girlfriend like, Jess, Give me 10 minutes. You gotta meditate. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's dope though. Have you noticed that meditation has made you more like mentally tough? Yes. So for me, I'm doing like a meditation like challenge like 40 days straight right now. And you're at day 84. I don't know what day I'm at, but I've noticed those cold showers aren't as cold anymore. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, like I do the same thing as you that I turn it to cold for like 30 seconds or whatever. And now I can go longer. Yep. And it's so fascinating, dude. Like, I love it. It's so cool to be like, dang, like, 
<laughs> just meditation did this. Like I can breathe it out mm-hmm. and just like focus and like I'm in control. Yeah. It's you crazy because I do the same thing where I count to 30. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been times I count and I'm like one, two. And I'm like at five, like, oh my God. <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm like 29, 30. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally spend a few more seconds in the water. Like what happened to seconds five through 25? Like mm-hmm. that just went by in a, in a heartbeat because after I started counting, I stopped focusing on the numbers yeah. and my mind went all over the place, right? It started like, I'm the G to, I could, I could take this. <laughs> and then honestly, I just forget about the cold yeah. water and I just move around and I take it in and I actually, I make sure the cold water hits every part of my it's body. It. And I mean, there's so much good that happens with that, but that mm-hmm. little thing builds mental toughness. Well, and you think of the other, th- where else that can apply. Yeah. Like, dude, anywhere else of what you just said, it's really impactful of the first five seconds or the first five minutes, whatever it is, activity or challenge we're doing, you'll be like, oh, like, shoot, like, this sucks. Yeah. You know, you're like, why did I do this? It hurts. But then you forget about it and it's it's over. Yeah. You know, and then you become accustomed to it. Whatever it is, it could be a workout, it could be a breakup, it could be moving to a new city, anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest movement forward. And anybody listening to this is, uh, you know, there's so many different ways people say it. Some people say embrace the suck. Other people David say. David Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> David Goggins. Mm. And, which great book, by the way. Can't hurt me. I haven't started it yet, but I will this year. Oh, highly recommend that book. Listen, anybody listening, Ben, please read that book. It's a great one. But it, it, I mean, that's what it's all about in terms of growth. That's where your growth happens mm-hmm. when it's on, when you're uncomfortable. So kind of bringing this back full circle with goal link mm-hmm. and and the challenges, your your weekly challenges, how do you come up with them and just how much discomfort mm. are you trying to bring on, onto yourself and the dude, community? Dude, that's a great question. So for me, how I started, the one of the first challenges I did was, it was pretty general. It was make yourself uncomfortable in public. So what I did was I went and just laid down in a mall. Nice. <laughs> and just like didn't say anything and just let people walk by me. And I think I I had to do it for like 30 or 60 seconds mm-hmm. and like, you know, filmed it, put it out, of course. And so not most people will do that. You know, yeah. like I'm not going to go like lay down and like in a mall and make myself uncomfortable. So we can get that crazy or something like last week was, you know, meet someone new. Everyone hopefully wants to meet someone new or they've had a feeling of like, oh man, whether it's someone like you're attracted to, it could be someone at like at work. Yeah. It could be anything. It's like, oh man, like that person's really cool. Like, it could be a friendship, like a mentor, anything. Um, and this week, we're actually doing a digital detox. Nice. So, like, I'm still looking at digital devices, but it's mostly like social media, like don't watch Netflix, that type of stuff. Just any, it's, you can personalize it to whatever your vice is. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I come up with it, dude, it's it's pretty selfish. It's like, what do I need to, what do I struggle with or what do I need to get better at? Yeah. Like, I noticed I was getting anxious and really attached to Instagram and like a month ago. So I was like, okay, like it's been about six months, I think since I launched GoLink. So I was like every six months or so twice a year, I'm going to do a d- detox, Nice, which is weird for an online bus- business. And, yeah. Be like, Hey, I'm gone for two weeks. <laughs> hey, you should get off too. Don't follow me. Like live your life, you know? But to me, I'm more interested in the overall health of like, Hey, you don't need to like follow me every second, every day, like my stuff, comment on my stuff every day. It's like, how's your real life, dude? Like live your life, go live it. Like Mm -hmm. technology is good. It's great. 
Like I totally believe in it. It's an amazing tool, but we have to make sure it's, we are the ones using it, making sure that it's technology is not using us. Yeah. It's a tool. And mm-hmm. I, th- I hear a lot of people with their, their thoughts and opinions on Instagram and social media saying it's all negative. And I kind of just tell them, well, what do you double tap? What do you like? Mm-hmm. Because Instagram is nothing more than an algorithm, which feeds you more of what you want to That's see. True. And who do you follow? Exactly. It's your choice. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Anybody that doesn't like what they see on their Instagram, audit fault. who you follow, audit what you like, and mm-hmm. you can literally change the landscape in terms of, of what you see day in and day out. Kind of wrapping things all up and, and kind of looking towards the future. Ben, what are, what are your rainbows? What's, what's the Ooh. goal with Goal Link? What is the, I guess, overarching goal as it stands right now? Dude, I've... Really, it's just focused on building the audience. Mm-hmm. Like the cool thing, again, I mentioned it about being selfish is like I'm doing what I want to do. You know, like it's it's funny that I want to help other people, but it's an accountability tool for myself. Yeah. Like because like keeping the promise, like Ben, if you don't do a goal this week, like you're going to be mad at yourself. So it's really cool. Like this is the biggest accountability partner I could ever have <laughs> for myself. But of course, I want to just grow, um, grow it as big as possible to impact people. And I really think that it can, it has a place. Mm-hmm. And I believe that. And so my goal by the end of 2020 is to have 10,000 followers. Nice. And it's not even just about like a number. It's enjoying it along the way. But 10,000 will mean like, okay, I'm impacting a significant number of people. Yeah. You know, and I want to make sure I'm still delivering the 500 people that follow me now. You know, it's like making sure they're getting great content that's actually like, so I'm still focusing on now, not necessarily the 9,500 that I don't have, yeah, but still going to that goal because I know I want to influence as many people as possible. And that's the way to do it is, is being true to yourself, true to those who are following you now. Mm-hmm. And when each of the 500 followers feel special through the process as you get to 10,000, those 10,000 followers will feel special because the message in itself exactly, is still dude. the same. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. Ben, we're going to have to have more dude, conversations. You know what, man? Recorded or not, I am yeah. down. I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you, man. Like, it's only been a week, but like, you're so genuine and, I like, and energetic. Yeah. And I appreciate it, dude. Like, thank you. I love the energy and I'm excited for the growth that we're both going to be experiencing uh, in the coming weeks, the coming months, and the That's years to come. And anybody listening, I'm excited for your growth always. And it's all about going through the discomfort. I say this at the end of each and every single episode. Everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain, but you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. Boom, baby. Let's grow. <laughs> Let's get it.